This is AgriPulse Daybreak West from Monday, December 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Gray stripped of chair roll. Newsom's latest economic advisor. And Vilsack pledges to take on systemic racism. Willie Nelson weighs in. Assemblymember Gray stripped of chair position over water board vote. Assemblymember Adam Gray of Merced said leadership has stripped him of his position as chair of the governmental organization committee. Gray attributed this to opposing a budget item last summer extending state water board authority to supersede federal decisions on a hydroelectric project. Gray had called it a water grab, and another way the board has been expanding its reach regarding water flows. In a statement over the weekend, Gray said the action will, quote, sort circuit negotiations over voluntary agreements. I have spent my entire time in public office fighting Sacramento's insatiable thirst for the Valley's water, he said. No elected official should ever vote for policies that promise to destroy thousands of jobs and billions of dollars in economic opportunity in their district. Gray added, history repeats itself. He passed legislation five years ago seeking to hold the water board more accountable for the economic impacts of its decisions and lost his position on the water committee as a result, he claimed. And on that note... Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon of Lakewood created a new emergency management committee. Gray has a position on that committee, along with fellow moderate Democrat Cecilia Aguar-Curry of Winters and Republican James Gallagher, representing the Sacramento Valley region as well. Newsom's economic advisor replaces Central Valley native. Governor Gavin Newsom has assigned D.D. Myers to lead the Office of Business and Economic Development. Myers served as the first female press secretary under the Clinton administration, which inspired a character on the show West Wing. She is currently an executive at Warner Brothers. Myers will be advising the governor on the vaccine rollout and state's economic recovery. Remember, the news comes after the governor's task force on business and jobs recovery delivered its final report, which was light on details and followed criticism over transparency with the committee's role in pandemic-related decisions. Newsom's initial economic advisor, Liddy Mendocina, hailed from the Derry family in Turlock and was at the center of the governor's rural economic development initiatives. Mendocita stepped down from his post in April to deal with anxiety and depression related to his role in the state's coronavirus response. California Farm Bureau praises Vilsack pick. California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson said it would be good to have an experienced person like Tom Vilsack lead the Ag Department again. During his previous service, we worked frequently with Secretary Vilsack, so we know he recognizes the special importance of California farms and ranches to American agriculture, said Johansson at a statement. Johansson appreciated Vilsack's bringing his experience in leading the Dairy Export Council to the position. The Farm Bureau plans to stress the need for incentives-based policy programs for farmers when introducing new climate policy. Cargill joins coalition to hire and promote one million black Americans over 10 years. 
A new coalition of businesses has announced the formation of 110, an organization that aims to upskill, hire, and promote 1 million black Americans over the next 10 years. Minneapolis-based Cargill was one of the 37 founding member companies, along with PepsiCo, Walmart, and others. While events of the past year have increased public awareness of racism and inequality, the why behind Cargill's commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion has not changed. It's core to our values, and it will enable the innovation and breakthrough thinking necessary to achieve our goals, said Miriam Beto, Cargill's chief human resources officer. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Clock ticking on COVID compromise. Lawmakers now have until this Friday to reach an agreement on a new coronavirus relief package and government-wide funding for fiscal 2021. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer told CNN yesterday that Democrats weren't going to get what they wanted on state and local aid, a possible sign that a slimmed-down COVID package is possible. If Democrats don't get the state and local aid they want, then Republicans almost certainly won't get the business liability protections they've been demanding. You can read our Washington Week Ahead for more. Vilsack faces challenges on racial issues. This time around, tackling racism is job number one for Ag Secretary Pick Tom Vilsack. Eleven years ago, the word wasn't mentioned at Vilsack's Senate confirmation hearing, although he did pledge to resolve long-standing civil rights claims by black farmers. But after being introduced by President-elect Joe Biden at an event in Wilmington, Delaware, Vilsack pledged, quote, to continue the important work of rooting out inequities and systemic racism in the systems we govern and the programs we lead. Perhaps illustrating the importance of civil rights to the Biden agenda, Vilsack's prepared remarks made no mention of systemic racism, but he departed from the text to add the words when he laid out the broad strokes of his agenda for USDA, should he be confirmed. Keep in mind, he wasn't alone. Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris also emphasized the issue, and Representative Cedric Richmond, a Louisiana Democrat, on a call with USDA stakeholders Friday, also brought up systemic racism and said, we don't want to wait on our racial equity plan and helping black farmers. We want to do that on day one. Richmond has been appointed to serve as the head of the White House Office of Public Engagement. You can read our story at agripulse.com. Stabenow weighs in. Top Senate Ag Committee Democrat Debbie Stabenow of Michigan tells Agripulse that Vilsack must tackle racial disparities forcefully when he returns to USDA. I don't think there is more important work to do as it relates to the racial inequities that have been historic in the USDA, Stabenow said. Stabenow also said she was glad to see Vilsack nominated and praised his previous work on food, nutrition, and climate policy. Here's today's They Said It. The hard lessons we've learned in recent decades from catastrophic wildfires and drought can and should serve as the foundation for a new integrated approach to water planting. That Brian Veerkamp and Kenneth Payne of the El Dorado Water Agency at an op-ed in Comstock Magazine calling for more reliable water for agriculture. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, December 14th. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.